0: Welcome to NVC, Nintendo Voice Chat, our weekly show on all things Nintendo. Remember, if you like this show, you can always find us on YouTube at Nintendo Voice Chat, on IGN's show page, and of course on your favorite podcast service. We've got a really packed show today, lots of topics to talk about. We have The Legend of Zelda Master Trials and our our trials and tribulations from that game. We've got Splatoon (laughs) 2, new details, and a lot of games that we're playing. We're going to start with this panel today. To my left, I've got a young George Lucas, Zach. <laughs> Here I am. One one of our viewers pointed that out, which is very astute. We've got Brian Altano. Thanks. I'm, I'm and, glad I don't get called a young director. I'll come up with something. Come up with something, guys. <laughs> and we've got Jonathan Dornbush. Charmed, I'm sure. Yeah, director of the Avengers, of course. Charmathan. Um, really good to Charmathan. have you on. Uh, like last last week, I want to you know I want to mix things up, switch halfway through. No offense, you know we're going to bring in Casey for another topic, but to jump right in this show. It's been a packed week for yeah, us. Yeah, it really yeah. has. Hot off the presses. We're actually recording later than we usually do, luckily because Nintendo Nintendo of Europe um, put out some footage of, the, ballots of the, the Ballot of the Champions, the Champions yeah. Ballot, right? Mm-hmm. The new Zelda DLC that's
1: coming later this fall. Would you yeah. guys
0: see anything cool in it?
1: Yeah, so um, Anuma went on record to say that, uh, first of all, we will be playing as Link, yep. which is interesting because I think, given the name, the Ballad of Champions, we all kind of assume that we would be playing as one or several of the champions. Right. Um, but that's cool. I like playing as Link. I've been doing it for like 30 years, so I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. Um, and also, more importantly than that, we did get confirmation that my favorite yes. garb... The lobster shirt from Wind Waker. <laughs> Come back. The, we'll New, be making an appearance. Yeah, I'm excited as. Yeah. well. it was. Yeah. I remember
0: when I first saw that shirt. I was like, "No, that's all wrong. He's got to wear green, right? Uh-huh. Like, but then you get so used to that outfit, and the lobster is just the you know kind of like the symbol of that ocean-born Wind Waker game. Yeah. The only problem with a lot of these items, and we'll talk about Zelda a little later, but it's like they're now really underpowered, right? Mm-hmm. When you get them this late yes. in the game with DLC, yeah,
1: yeah. their armor rating is at like three or four usually. Yeah, I, I think. I don't I don't think the lobster shirt is going to protect us. No, no
2: I don't think so. Either. I mean, the Switch shirt didn't, but you know, ma- Andrew Goldfarb. Yeah, it who didn't stop here,
3: Andrew Goldfarb. Played the entire game, the whole whole game with the it The lobster yeah.
2: shirt's really awesome because it's like, it's first of all, it shows how charming that game is right off the bat. It's also like, that's the kind of clothes you buy when you're a kid and it's the first chance you have to pick out your own clothes. Yep. Like, you're like, I want a shirt with a lobster and you don't have any reasoning for it. But I think the other really cool detail from this is that it takes place after, spoilers, Ganon has been defeated. Um, What? Which means that you might have to finally beat the game to play this DLC this fall, which I know many of you have been actually holding out on doing because it's sort of the not, you know, it's it's kind of, the, it, it signifies that the game is over and I, I held off for like 110 hours before I beat that game. Yeah. yeah. And you know, Zach and I are playing through it now on uh, Link Together or we're about to fight Ganon. We have one, one episode left. One episode left. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it's like, it's really cool to sort of set that after after the fact. And I, I agree with you about the speculation of the Guardians. I had some hangups about like how I don't know, the Goron, for example, would be able to walk through certain doors. Oh, you're, like, you're, to- you're uh, talking about the oh, champions. Well, yeah, yeah, Mask yeah, yeah. pulled it off though, yeah. right? Like, yeah.
0: it, it's not that far fetched. Yeah. But then the world isn't Really set up for? I mean, it would be a total game changer if you could play as a Revali. Zora, suddenly yeah. swim or like or play as Rivoli and fly across the map. But that'd be awesome! It would be hard to pull off, but yeah. I'm you know like the short uh, glimpse of footage we saw shows kind of Zelda riding on a horse and kind of leading a party. Yeah, um, it's on Nintendo Europe's Twitter account. It's mm-hmm. part of the uh, the Japan Expo in France right, right now. That's that's why it's coming out of uh, Europe. We've got an article up on the site as well. Yeah. Not a lot given away. It's just a brief cutscene. I think it's a 17
1: yeah. second. Yeah. It's a 17 second clip and it shows... Two separate scenes, yep. and there's no sound underneath it. Yeah. so it's like it's a very, very early, which is kind of weird
3: for Nintendo. I was about to show to say, off it's, like an early glimpse it's like that. Very
2: but, uncharacteristic yeah. of them. Um, I, it sort of implies
0: that we're going to learn a lot more about Zelda, what?
2: which I, is pretty cool. I think you even say
3: that in one of the tweets that like, yeah. "Hey, you're yes, you're playing as Link, but you will learn oh, about awesome. Zelda oh, awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. the thing that they clearly.
0: To me, what it showed though, and it's in development footage, and it does look unfinished. Which you know, there are a lot of people who get angry over DLC and say it should have been included in the game. And it's, this looks clearly like something they started developing when they wrapped up principal development on the core game, right? Right. They obviously had some story uh, planned for it, but um, I think you're getting true DLC that they're working on now for later release. And that argument's
2: easier to push away when you have a game that has as much content as Breath of the Wild does already.
0: Yep. So getting to some of the other news, and first of all, little self-serving news, um, you know, IGN is going to be on TV, You guys know that, so you know any of you guys out there who watch television linear TV, um, we're going to be on Disney XD (laughs) every week. So you know, look for that. The debut of the IGN show is on uh, July July seventeenth, very close Mm -hmm. in the United States, of course, Uh, and uh, at nine thirty PM, and it's part of this kind of this DXP block where Disney XD switches to video game content for six hours every night. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Our show will be repeated twice when you miss it, and then of course we'll also have uh, we'll
1: have the show on IGN. Maybe not the entire episodes, but we'll have snippets from it. So it should be pretty cool. We heard a lot of times yesterday. Uh, DXD is DXP yeah. from nine to three. So. <laughs> GG. So the whole G-G. team was
0: shooting <laughs> in the office, which was hopefully we have some behind the scenes that we can put up on the channel. But it was it was madness in the office. Oh, yeah, uh, just trying to work around the crew shooting here. Um, so check that out. Um, could could be really cool. We'll have uh, we'll definitely have some Nintendo stuff in there as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know another Nintendo news, a little smaller uh, games that came out. Kirby's Blowout Blast.
1: Yeah, that um, sure is a Kirby game, huh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll um, you know in the in the uh, second half of this uh, the show, we'll give uh, our impressions on some of the smaller games that came out. There are a lot of indie titles. They're not big enough for us to review mm-hmm. um, because honestly, not as many people um, click on that kind of content. But you know, I think this is a good venue to uh, talk about it. Absolutely. I think we we all between us played all the yeah. games. Casey. Yeah.
3: Hey, yes, hello.
0: I'm um, Casey. Super NES Rayman prototype. Did you guys yeah, watch yeah. that? Yeah.
1: How, how, like, what a weird world we live in that um, Michel Ansel can just drop a, a game that was in development onto Dropbox and be like, here you go. If you have an emulator, you can play this right now. <laughs> yep. It's a Rayman game you've never seen before. Like, do we know wild how sort of feature complete it is? Does it just it's
3: stop? Very light. It's very light. You yeah, basically like, can run around. You can jump. There are not even full animations necessarily I'm, for everything. I'm
2: always wary of like platforming games that are released in this state because like, yeah. do the platforms just stop? Does Rayman just walk to the edge of a cliff and he's like, that's it? Well, so it's so just it's,
3: one area. Yeah. Okay, it is just one environment. It is basically what it would have been. I mounted to a tech demo. I assume. It, it looks right.
0: very, I mean, the the visual style does not look like a more modern kind of Ubisoft no. Rayman game. It has that kind of pseudo 3D, 2D look uh-huh. of like a Capcom like a, side yeah, scroller yeah. back yeah. in the days. If you guys remember like Mickey yep. or Aladdin or any yep. of that stuff, yeah. that's what it looks like. And then, of course, Ray- Rayman looks really fat. Yeah, he does, he he does look like but a he, little chunker, but he already yeah. has the disconnected feet, and mm-hmm. he like he
1: walks really like funny, and it's um, also really slow, and that could be like yeah. that yeah. could be a side effect of just how early it was early. in development. But yeah. like I wanted to play it, but I don't emulate but, things. Well, I was, um, I was, but I also watched a couple of videos on YouTube and was really surprised. At, like having played so many Rayman games, right. especially like um, Legends, yeah, Legends back, and Origins, yeah. um, it just felt like a slog. Like watching whoever play it, it was like wow, I was I was really slow. into <laughs>
2: Legends and Origins. I believe I read reviewed origins for IGN yeah. and I uh, went back because a bunch of those games started coming to eShop like the original ones I believe the Game Boy Color one launched on the 3DS and I downloaded it in like a heartbeat because I was like oh Rayman games are awesome and I pulled it up and I was like oh I completely forgot these these were very slow clunky Methodical yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, very or, meticulous or,
3: origins and, and legends took a huge leap yeah uh, them. I adore those games. Yeah, they're
2: they're so much more fluid.
0: Yeah, what's well, cool when you know when uh, old content, unfinished games like this are releases, the the kind of the hacking community uh, is set loose on it, and mm-hmm. everybody, everybody kind of combs through the game sure. code, and you find these awesome relics. If you remember, like the uh, you know the the, the R wing, the Star Fox sequence yeah. in Ocarina of Time, right? That's what happens when uh, the hacking community gets a hold of this and looks deeper into the code. So you know there were um, there were stories of the two player mode in the original Rayman uh, right. Super NES game which we've never seen so
1: maybe some of that code is in there and we'll see more yeah, on. yeah, yeah. super cool uh, pretty, if you think about exciting. it it's pretty wild that in the last three weeks uh, mm. Michel Ancel has released two tech demos <laughs> that are on completely opposite ends of the spectrum <laughs> mean, between, between Rayman on Super Nintendo <laughs> and Beyond Good <laughs> and Evil on too. probably PlayStation yeah, 5 yeah that's so yeah. interesting
0: let's hope the, the other one comes out yeah. <laughs>
3: I've, I've <laughs> waited crossed. so long yeah. for Beyond know, Good
0: and Evil no word of a Switch version sadly it, it, looks, it doesn't look like it it yeah. looks pretty gnarly too technology-wise, yeah. so right. probably we're not going to one. Which is weird but because you never I, know played, with I
1: played the original Beyond Good and Evil on GameCube. That was a mm-hmm. game that I really maybe cherished we'll, on GameCube. Maybe
0: we'll get that one back, like a special edition or something. And then uh, you guys have been following the Hyperkin Smart Boy? Have you yeah, heard about yeah, the that? that? Yeah, the weird contraption that is. Yeah. So yeah. it's not new news that this was in development, but the, uh, the dev kit actually came out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And... and uh, it, it's going to be interesting to watch this. Whether it can persist, right? Hyperkin is selling this. It's a it's a shell that you attach to Android phone. It only mm-hmm. works with uh, with KitKat and higher on Android, not with iOS or anything. But it basically adds
1: a cartridge slot to your Android phone. Yeah, it what, just yeah.
0: And it yeah. Turns oh, no, your, GBA and GBC.
1: GBC. Yeah, it yeah. turns yeah. your GB and GBC. GBA is experimental. it turns your smartphone into a Game Boy? Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the GBA stuff is experimental in what it's, way? Like you can inality. Yeah. yeah, they're just yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can't yeah.
3: actually use the cartridge.
0: You'd yeah. have to steal the game basically yeah. to get yeah. the game code. Whereas with the original device, you know, it's uh, you can plug in a GB game or yeah. GBC How do you do game. It? You plug it in. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah okay. that's the kids used to use these cartridges. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. Back Crazy. in our mm-hmm. yeah. Back in the day. And uh,
2: yeah, usually with these things all roads sort of lead to piracy. Unfortunately, and I think with the GBA angle on this, that's what happens too. If you have an Android phone, which many of you do, because I always hear about them every single time one of these Super Nintendo classics or NES classics or any of these things go up, people are like, "I already have all those games on my phone." That's fine, but you know, it's not legal. Maybe you're okay with that. Also, probably controls really poorly. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I'll see you in prison. But uh, (laughs) why are you
3: in prison? I'll I'll be there.
2: I go to say hi to pirates every now and then. I'm like, do you steal that Reman game? I have to cheer them up some.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think some of the cool stuff that comes from it, though, it, it adds a D pad and buttons to yeah. your Android phone, right? Yeah, yeah. In a, Not in the most elegant way, no, but no. Like
1: in a substantial way that that I think is sort of lacking from a lot of smartphone yep. stuff. Yeah. Like you yeah. trying to play a platformer on your smartphone using a digital D pad and like it sucks. It's yep. never yeah. as good.
2: There's also phones. the idea that yeah. there's like you know uh, all those retro con- controllers that work Bluetooth, and I've yep. I've gotten them to work with iOS and Android devices before too, um, and even like Amazon and stuff but the issue with that is that it's always a separate experience so you have you know sort of in the way the switch works you have your controls on the side but with these things it's like oh i gotta hold my phone and hold the control at the same time this form factor wise is very smart um it's like this yeah yeah, it's very nostalgic it's cool uh we'll see if it takes off i hope that it's like it's interesting because it does lead a lot of people to go on eBay and buy a lot of their old fa- favorite carts. Yeah. Which, by the way, just a like note of warning on that: um, most of the batteries in those games are long since dead. They're super mm-hmm, easy to replace. Mm-hmm. You have to get like a little tri wing screwdriver and pop another one in. But I bought *Links Awakening* a couple years ago, yeah. and uh, safe was dead. Yeah, I played through like the first three dungeons and then
0: stopped and turned it back on. It was like, oh, he's back on the beach again. <laughs> yeah. No, some some yeah. of my super NES games did that too. And so the the thing just kind of tech spec wise. It's sixty bucks if you buy it through which Houston's is surprisingly website. cheap. Yeah. Don't, well, don't, right now it's just
3: a, it it's a dev kit right now. Yeah. is what's mm. called, Yeah.
0: So and you're basically a beta tester, yes. right? yeah. Yeah. Or even when yeah. test. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. They're still
3: experimenting with Everything. So
0: you're supposed to work with them on the uh, on the OS and everything. When you buy this thing, it's going to crash. Yeah. It's not going to work all the time. It, it also works with games on Google Play, so mm-hmm. any game can support the, oh, the cool. D pad and the buttons. So it's not just for Game Boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um But and I mean, it's it's a cool little thing. It comes out for real in December, and I think in Europe the dev kit comes out. In September. But yeah, December, the real non-dev kit version comes out. And right?
2: another cool feature is that if you if you get a phone call
1: And you answer it, you look like a real weird dude. So that's
2: fun. Or you look like the Nokia uh,
1: Engage. I'm really excited to find somebody that's using this because all of us have iPhones and probably won't get around to testing it. I'll get
3: Josh to buy one. Sure. And we can just see how that goes. There you go. There we
1: go.
0: It's it's the San Francisco curse. Everybody has has an iPhone. We're too close to Apple. They'll find us and kill us. That's That's right. right. It comes (laughs) with free kale. You have to buy it. Ooh crunchy kale. Or, um, so, in other news, uh, we you know, with the switch being region free, we we sometimes forget that n- not you know not everyone in the world gets games at the same time. And I, I was surprised to find out that Europe didn't get Binding of Isaac for the for the Switch yet. Right. Yeah. that's yeah. coming out actually in September. Yes and in a surprise uh, news announcement where you know a lot of European uh, Switch fans said okay we'll get it but it'll be bare bones we're not gonna get the cool stuff that was in the US version and Nicholas actually announced that you will get the retro manual in it and all the stickers and all the cool mm-hmm. stuff so that's, that's really cool. good news yeah, that, for the U- European players
3: that physical package we got one or two in the office where it is the old school sort of original NES manual everything. oh I like, love that it's beautiful yeah. it's really cool they yeah. did a
2: similar thing with Cave Story which I really dig yeah and the, and also
1: sort of Metroid style like yeah
2: yeah and speaking of Metroid, if you live in Europe and you're worried about not getting the the good special editions, you have that Metroid one coming, and we don't. Yeah, so. I know. Dangle that keychain in front of every American you know. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, this is this is really cool. I actually really got into this game on Switch. I thought I wouldn't. Um, it's I think it's a little pricey. It yeah. was like thirty or forty bucks. But um, the physical version is really cool. If you're a collector, it's a good thing to grab. And I say this a lot, but if you do want to buy games from other regions, it's pretty easy to do that through your Switch. Yeah. Just set up yeah. an account um, through my Nintendo and make another sort of profile on your. You switch. have a Japanese profile. Right? Yeah, I have a Japanese profile. But and you I'll,
0: have to change it, right? You have to change it in settings to switch over. Or do you just no? Log into so the other all profile? your
2: your all of your games get stored on your library in your big row with everything else. So like I bought that game Kimiko before it came to America because it was like launched there two weeks early and I went to uh, I forget the what's the the, what's the like import site Uh, play Asia Asia. I went to play Asia and I just bought like a download code for like 10 bucks and I think it was like 11 bucks and they email you the download code and uh, you redeem it, and you have the game downloading in seconds from Japan. It's really awesome. Did you just poop out a game case? No, I dropped yeah. my Switch case. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw I something drop
0: behind <laughs> Brian's chairs. That's my it. new diet. I just <laughs> eat, Nintendo, just Switch eat Nintendo Switch accessories. <laughs> Only official, none of the third-party ones. It's Are working you a good out well. Witch or a bad witch. <laughs> 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 um, so, Binding of Isaac Plus comes out in se- uh, September 7th in Europe. So, look for that. Um, if anybody's uh, watching this and ears perked up for the Metroid special edition remember that the 3DS is not region free yeah right mm-hmm. so you're buying a special edition but you're not going to be able to play that game unless you have a local 3DS as well yeah, yeah. and those are selling out incredibly quickly so keep an eye on those so one one thing that um, we didn't talk about last week that that's happened a little bit set uh, set some uh, Nintendo fans talking on on Twitter was the the Rainway app have you guys heard about that yeah yeah
1: the streaming app yeah the streaming yeah. app, the
0: streaming yeah. app. The streaming app and, you know, uh, Rainway, um, you know, indie dev team, small team tweeted uh, a lot of tweets like, hey, Witcher 3 running on the Nintendo Switch. And people kind of lost their their s over that. Right. Um, <laughs> do you know how it works?
3: Uh, not exactly the technical specifications right. of everything. Uh, that's a little outside my wheelhouse. But I've seen they've shown Overwatch. They've shown The Witcher. They've yep. shown Batman Arkham Knight. And they've shown it sort of, I believe, running in a browser, essentially. Like they're, they're working with... Not jailbreaking necessarily the switch, but they're using what's available there. That's sort of in the so they can.
0: Price. I mean, Rainway is multi-platform; yeah. it works on anything. You can you yeah. can run you can stream games to a browser. What we need. What you need of course is a the original game yeah. game and a and a PC to right. actually stream it. Okay. So it's, so it's a lot like of the way like that
1: Vita works for PlayStation 4 when you're streaming remote. Yeah, right. So you can stream from a PC exactly. to your Switch. Yeah.
0: But when people the, sorry. But the difference with Switch with the Switch version, they actually are they they are working on it natively. So okay. it's yeah. a it's a native application that you boot up and so you don't have this kind of having to go through a proxy like a browser or anything. Mm-hmm. So that means, you know, oh, that's cool. less lag yeah. faster frame rates, you can run it at ten eighty P. An interesting comment common from uh, the Rainway developer was that in in the Switch OS there is a hint at 4K streaming. Yeah, it could, it could actually be possible on the device. Obviously, the 720p display can't display it, right. but you know sure. that the the device could pass that through to a television, for sure. example.
2: So I, I have a feeling we're like one update, one or two updates away from the Switch being able to have just a 1080p OS or a 4K OS natively when you plug when it you in, plug it into in the dock mode. Yeah, you know? that that would make yeah. sense because it's in there, right? And that's what everybody who's pulled this thing apart has said. The weird, interesting thing. Is is that people have actually already accessed web browser stuff on switch yeah. mm-hmm. um, by basically tricking it to connect to a certain wi-fi network like yeah, when you connect you to a, a hotel starbucks, yeah, a yeah starbucks favorite which it brings it like up a web page yeah and somebody found there was like a you know, Google does a, a new sort of homepage every day. Um, someone at Google made one that's based around Pac-Man that you could control with your keyboard. Games, yeah, that's neat. And they got it to run on Switch so you could play Pac-Man on Switch that day. Which, yeah. So there's like weird In a Google stuff, browser. In a Google browser. How yeah. strange. Yeah, so there's yeah. some weird stuff happening there, but it's really cool. Uh, I mean, um, it's
0: it's a fun little project, right? I, we, we don't know if Nintendo would ever approve that. Probably I don't think not. they're too yeah. keen yeah. to having you stream PC games to the Switch and then confusing people online with images, right. up, you know, of Halo um, running on a Switch. (laughs)
2: If you look at the
0: 3DS eShop,
2: a bunch of really weird apps made it onto there. Eventually. So, I mean, I think it's just a matter of them sort of like loosening the grip a little bit. Uh, Personally, I'm okay with that, you know, avoiding that deluge of sort of you know, shovelware stuff that ended up on the eShop eventually. But um, if they want to do a cool thing like this and just let it out there and see what people can do with it, that's fine. But I have a feeling um, it it could end up voiding warranties, or you could end up that's mucking a, around with. See, that's there. what I was going to say. Is it's like, dangerous
1: as a native app. It might not, they might not run that risk, right? Um, but yeah, like to. I remember when iPhone came out, there was a whole sensation of like jailbreaking your iPhone. Yeah, you know, like voiding your warranty so you could play like a really crummy version of Final Fantasy VII on your iPhone or something like. You know, mm-hmm. so it's as a way to circumvent that because people are going to hack the Switch anyway. People yep. are already doing that. You know, people are going to figure out a way to do that kind of stuff. Um, so I mean if Nintendo wants to make... A little bit of leeway for that i could see them at least allowing a native app to allow streaming
0: yeah so. that'd be really cool we'll see we'll so see. let's get to the big news this week obviously mm-hmm. and lots, lots of folks have probably been waiting and that's uh splatoon 2 yeah yeah right That we uh the splatoon 2 direct hit bright and early in the morning on on thursday and i assume everybody who watched it yeah yes. oh yeah um so just for reference you guys were not huge splatoon 1 players so you played it but not like religiously online. not like you guys yeah did. and now yeah. story
1: time yeah uh we got advanced copies of Splatoon. Yep. Uh, we got a bunch of them here in the office. I played through the single-player mode, got a bunch of gear, was very excited to play Splatoon. But sometimes what happens when we get those copies, uh, when the game actually releases, your files just get nuked. Yep. And mm-hmm. so I didn't realize that was going to happen. And it really uh, bummed me out, and I just never got around to I played uh, like some competitive matches here and there, but mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I barely played actual online Splatoon Yeah, yeah. I think or the same Splatoon thing happened one. with me yeah. I remember that and,
0: specifically and I mean I, I run into the same too where you know everybody plays a big game like Horizon Zero Dawn at the sure. same time yeah, and I'm yeah. like oh I can't play that right now I put it off and then it's like eight months later I'm like oh god I gotta play this right yeah. and you, yeah. you just fall behind and like I, I think you probably enjoyed Splatoon single play it's very it's really sunshine yeah. right yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I, but it it that alone felt like a smaller game. It was all about well, the if, online,
3: especially going into a competitive game eight months later. You right. feel totally yeah. out of your
0: yeah. Oh, it's, and matchmaking in that game. Let's be honest, was not, not awesome. Yeah. right. Like yeah. I I took screenshots of you know me starting a beginning character and being matched against expert players with like just kind of visibly higher scores yeah. and higher ranks and all of that. And so let's get get to the news. So that yes. was one of the things they announced would be fixed. So yeah. better matchmaking. So
3: Splatnet 2 is what essentially they're yeah. calling it, which is launching <laughs> in the new Nintendo Switch online mobile app that they've talked yep. about since like the Switch online has been discussed, where it is going to be a separate mobile app where all of your sort of online, your voice chat, your matchmaking yep. is going to be handled from that app.
0: And launching with the game. Yes. Yeah, so we so don't have to wait for this later. Day now. one with yep. the game.
3: It's not going to be a week later or anything. Yep. There's actually going to be, we'll have to deal with it outside of that, but there will be a time demo, the first Splatfest before the game actually comes out. Which is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah.
0: Free. Yeah. Yeah, download. You can play the mm-hmm. entire Splatfest, and, yeah. and that's Splat the fifteenth, right? Yes, I'm, right. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, Splatnet Two basically acts as analytics. Mm-hmm. Yes, it tells yeah. you. Uh, all your weapons loadouts. It tells you what your opponent's weapons loadouts look like. Your um, lifetime inkage. Yeah, that was my right. favorite one. Yeah. It shows you like how much turf, how much territory you've inked, yeah. and then compares that. I think the I think the comparison in the video was like pyramid.
3: Yeah, the pyramid
1: yeah. of Giza. Like yeah. yeah. So I thought that was really neat. <laughs> yeah. So the nice thing, like if you guys
0: rewind the clock and go back to when Nintendo first started seriously talking about online games, they were like, well. Customers don't want to play Mario with the same people that they play Pokemon with. And they, you know, I, I got really worried that the op, app might be very compartmentalized, yeah. but it looks like it's actually done in the right way. You mm-hmm. have your universal friends list and then you have these sections that really play to the strengths of the game. So mm-hmm. when you have this app and you go into the Splatoon stuff and you invite players, it does have the Splatoon look and feel, very Splatoon specific
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, which really, I think, sounds like Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's a you know? smart
3: middle ground of not having to download a separate app for each game, yep. because obviously this is going to be different from playing on your PSN or your Xbox Live. Like yeah. we are going to have to use this separate app. Yeah, and that is that is a hurdle for sure. And, and it
0: could mean that depending on the game, you will get different features. Like unlike yes. with a you know like an Xbox Live or PlayStation Online, um, where the invite system everything is very similar. Yeah, um, you, you know, the, and, and one size fits a lot of games, but there may be special games where uh, you know with consecutive multiple. Player or something online, you want something different. Right. I
3: think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like there will not be, there will be variations, I assume, of the lifetime inkage for whatever other games yep. start to use this. Sure. And that's really cool. I'm excited to see yeah. that. Also, Voice chat? Yeah. Voice chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, the way it Actual works. Actual
3: Nintendo voice chat.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah.
0: again, like the, the news is you still use a phone to sure. voice chat with your friends and you're plugging your headset into your phone or you just use it like that on the table in front of you. Good news, it won't e- eat up your Switch battery when you're on the go. Right. When yeah. you're logged into your, your Wi Fi somewhere. Bad news, yes, you need to carry two devices and have this weird clunky setup. Mm-hmm. But. You can talk with everyone in the lobby, mm-hmm. and then, or you can talk with your friends in the lobby. Then when the game starts, you talk with everybody on your team. Which, so right. it does that automatically for you. You don't have to worry about it. It's not like with Skype where you, know, you have all your friends online, you're on opposite teams, you still hear everybody. Right. It, it yeah. makes that happen automatically. So that's good.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for that. We'll see, again, obviously using two devices, we'll see how that works out. And we don't know the quality of the voice chat. We don't know how right. it would be dependent on your Wi-Fi signal, your cellular signal. Like, I want to test all of that out.
2: Yeah, Um, yeah. there's a lot of variables there, and it's all to circumvent the fact that their hardware at its base level is lacking this functionality, and I hope that this works. Mm -hmm. Uh, I hope more that in a year or two, there's a revision of their Pro Controller or Joy-Cons or something else that have mic you know, a microphone plug on them just at its most basic. I've seen what people are doing to use Bluetooth headphones while playing in docked mode mm. and it's kinda ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like you ha- you have to buy adapters and somebody has velcroed this little box at the back of their switch. Like <laughs> it's just it's like, come on guys. Like I mean I've I've you know we've been doing this since like We Speak with Animal Crossing <laughs> oh, with right? yeah. like we a speak. box you had to put on your yeah. TV. It's like you know, it's kind of been a running joke. This, this, like you said, this podcast is named it's after named, a, a, a lack of something.
3: It was named for the Joker. Yeah. That yeah. Exactly. Wasn't.
2: Yeah. So, um, I hope they get it right. I think the, the, um, the sort of direct in general, for the first time in my eyes, solidified the idea that Splatoon 2 is definitively a sequel and not something that felt sort of like, a map pack or some you know i, yeah, I feel sure. like there's yeah. there's a lot here that really made me say okay there's they're they're making a brand new game it's, yeah
0: it's close visually right but if you put the two side by side you can't tell the difference like, yeah there was an upgrade have
2: you guys yeah. there's a gallery going around that i believe originated on Neogaf where somebody put together a bunch of the yep. wii u screens and sort of comparable areas in the switch in version switch, yeah. and it's like it's really really good looking and I don't think a lot of us realize that you know you look at screenshots on your phone or whatever sometimes Uh, it's a really good looking
0: game and then you know obviously Salmon Run with that kind of like the weird putrid paint colors and uh, and then we've got two new idols right yes uh, uh,
3: Marina and Pearl are you, uh, who, 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 said, who's uh, Team
0: Pearl, by the who way? Who ended Amy the direct...
1: Ready? No. <laughs> it's all about Marina. But uh, who ended the direct with just a very strange rap. That was a very weird
0: thing I mean, to go yeah, out yeah. I love I that. I love yeah. the Splatoon music. It's yeah. Like, yeah, I think mean,
3: it's really match is actually going to end with a rap. Yeah. You have yeah. to sit through a three-minute rap every no, That's now. not true. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is not true. I really but like
2: yeah. the... Um, just sort of uh, the... The, the aesthetic of this game is gorgeous. It always has yeah. been. I think it's a great universe um, yeah. and sort of a great new world for them to build. But just the the the, the city areas,
1: the plazas, the yep. the new shops, great. the new the gear, th- the fashion. Yeah. Like I the love fact the stuff that, you, that you can you can customize your. Yes. your well, and I love that with. they say
3: like that two years have passed in this world. Yeah. Right. And so the joke is like so none none of your fashion will be twenty fifteen era. Exactly. 15. Right. And, and exactly. And
0: yeah. your favorite singers have been replaced with a new crew. Exactly. And exactly. You can also you in can speed
2: up the babbling NPCs now. You yeah. used to talk your ears off. You can speed them up. There's a that's Tower right. Records in town. I was yeah. like, that's weird. <laughs> For a game that's like fashion forward and so definitively headed towards the future. I mean, I was in Tokyo a couple weeks ago and I walked by a giant Tower Records. Yeah. And I think
0: a lot of us everywhere else forget that that's, that's still a thing somewhere. But so the, yeah, it's the, cool. The other things are, you know, there's some smaller upgrades which we would expect from a from a sequel where Nintendo watch people play it and and kind of learn from it. I mean, one I'd say a pro player upgrade is like if you love Turf Wars, but you don't love the other modes, you actually now get a different ranking on, of the different games. And so yeah. your matchmaking will differ. So no longer if you're amazing at one mode, but you don't like to play another one, do you get matched up with the wrong players or mm-hmm. you're not experienced in one. So they fix that. Mm-hmm. So different uh, rankings. and then Yes. There's a feature where you can you can change the sensitivity of your aim depending right. on whether it's handheld or TV mode. Right. So when you when you're holding it, and you know, Splatoon is a game that uses tilt control to really good effect. Right. Mm-hmm. Motion mm-hmm. aiming. You can actually have different settings between the the two play styles which that's I awesome. think is awesome, yeah, well, and another it's thing really that really they
1: mentioned idea. is that you can save those settings and your loadouts to an amiibo yeah, and yeah. then take that wherever you know take it on the road and pop it onto a friend switch or whatever you need to do, and I think that that's really cool too, yep. not just not just your weapons but also like the nitty gritty customization that you've dialed in for yourself to play this yeah. game, like you can take that yeah. with you as well,
3: and what's great is two seems all about just Blowing up that customization, allowing you to yeah. do more and more, whether it's the clothing or the gear, or yeah. your weapons. Well, like well it's nice too because
1: I think Splatoon Two is taking things from a couple of games that have really. Uh, Pave the way in multiplayer online stuff in the last couple of years. Like yeah. they're obviously borrowing a lot of gear stuff from Destiny. They're obviously yeah. taking a lot of that like uh, minutia upgradable things and putting them into like sneakers and hats mm-hmm. and t-shirts, which I I love. Yep. And then also you know we see things like different modes like the horde mode yep. uh, that you mentioned, mm-hmm. yeah, and then like the the uh, payload modes like from Overwatch, right. which I think is super cool. cool. Well, yeah. one I mean one thing very similar to Overwatch is that um, Salmon
0: Run, and this has rankled some fans is not always available in ranked online right play. yeah it's like a splat fest. <laughs> so it's like an event you have to make time for it you have to join you battle you can play it of course yeah i was like gonna say but you can also versions. play it offline yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: just to kind of practice i guess yeah. which is cool but yeah. but,
0: but I, I mean i i I really like i really like the excitement around Splatfest and yeah. like mm-hmm. having something pop up that was unique and and different and Nintendo already announced that they are going to support this game with DLC for one year or so. Yeah, like, right. One year of content. Basically,
3: one year yeah. of content, and then, and then two years of
1: Splatfests. Yeah. which yeah. is great. And the so, Splatfests
3: yeah. were one of my favorite things of the first game going forward. Yeah. Where it was like every so often you are like, oh, I get to do this new thing. Like it, it, revitalizes your love of a thing. Where I would sort of move on from Splatoon for a month. Where or they'd so be like, back.
2: they'd be like ramen noodles versus pretzels. Yeah, yeah. Like who wins? Or
3: there was like Autobots and Decepticons. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I think this looks more feature complete at launch than the first one did. Um, which is nice because because that's a game that uh kind of like arms it's going to grow over time but yeah. a, on day 1 it was sort of you know um, a maybe if in terms of buying I think it.
1: I think that when arms launched people were saying like this has the makings of the the next great Nintendo franchise yeah. Yeah. and I don't know that people said that about splatoon but I feel like splatoon 2 is sort of that I, we always call it the AC2 phenomenon yeah. Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed 2 where it takes a formula that like works well enough but then improves upon it in yep. a myriad of ways of so, I yeah. think
3: Splatoon really hit uh, where people saw the potential for it going forward yeah. as Nintendo continued to support it and I think that's shown sort of what they've been doing now with Switch and most of their games now where they were supporting it and tweaking things yeah. and adding free content yep. and that yeah. was always for the people who played that constantly that was great
1: well and yeah. what's nice is we're seeing that like they're we're seeing them lean into that so heavily in yes. first party because yeah. we're getting Zelda. Zelda DLC, multiple Zelda DLCs. We're getting new characters in arms all the time. We're going to get two years of support for Splatoon. Yeah. Awesome, so man. I think it's really awesome that they're doing that for their fans. Um, and one last thing, I know we got to move mm-hmm. on, but uh, I will say I'm really excited for the single player mode in this game as well. Yeah, me too. I really like oh, yeah, Single player in the first game, I thought it was like a little lacking. This one looks, you mentioned Mario Sunshine. It looks so much much like, like Mario Sunshine. Yeah, it actually yeah. feels kind of uh, Mario Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, that as well. Yeah. yeah. And the boss fights look super cool. Like I I'm also, really excited I'm for I'm super yeah.
2: into a lot of the new weapons. That are coming. Um, yeah. That giant
0: ball that you can. It's like
1: a giant Operation yeah. So let's talk yeah. about that for a second. Yeah. Be-
0: before we switch topics here. Like the some of the uh, mains that they showed. You know, we saw the kind of like the the flings out roller where you fling paint this way or this yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. But the new stuff like the tuber Did you see that one? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: that looks evil. What's yeah. up, everybody?
0: It's me, Gootuber. <laughs> Gootuber.
3: Hey. Uh My favorite Nickelodeon character. Uh-huh. Like a uh, chargeable sniper. Yeah. Yeah. That it, you.
0: You just pop you out. charge, bang. and then, yeah. Yep. That,
3: uh, we were talking before the show about that may be a little overpowered, we would think, but we'll see, obviously, in play. Uh, because
0: you can hold the charge for a long time. Yes, so you can yeah. charge, then you can, then you can, you, yeah, you you can, can squid. You can yeah. squid, squid while squid. Yeah. holding yeah. a charge. Oh, yeah. God,
3: the original ad campaign for the game now. Are
0: yeah. you then, squid or a kid? That's right. And <laughs> yeah. the brilla So that one uh, sounds like that a game yeah. changer where you yeah. actually have a shield that you can pop open mm-hmm. like an umbrella. Yeah. yeah.
3: So it reminds me of Kingsman when he had the powerful umbrella.
1: To me, I feel like I'm going to main duallys. Me too. Because of the dodge yeah. roll and then yeah. the, the sprite. Yeah, duly- wow. yeah, I, lo- I yeah. love the
2: way they look. They're just really
0: quick. Um, yeah. They're dynamic. It's, it's, they look really fun. Yeah,
2: I
1: so think I'm going to stick with those sprite for sure.
0: The stuff, though, I'm most excited about are were some of the specials that they showed. So, yeah. one I got real Perfect Dark flashbacks was the, the Stingray. Yeah, yeah, the Farsight. You can shoot through walls. Through walls it's yeah. I know that like yeah. so,
2: so many games have done that since, but that was the my immediate notion there was like, <laughs> oh my god, it's the Farsight from Perfect Dark. It has yeah.
0: the potential to be super OP and we will curse the the day this weapon was invented, because you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just inking the floor, pakang. Yep. Yeah, right? the like you yeah. behind a wall. So hopefully the levels play to that strength to make sure that you, you know, people can't always see you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because that could get really annoying. Yeah, and they
3: definitely do a lot of open sort of level design. So for sure,
0: yep. Mm-hmm. And then I thought really cool was the baller. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, right. which is basically a hamster ball. Yeah, and yeah.
3: you just roll in with a bunch of paint, and it yeah. just
1: explodes into a huge. Uh, uh, area of impact. Right? Yeah, and yes. it goes up yeah. walls and stuff like yeah. that. It's really yeah. cool.
0: And if you haven't played a lot of Splatoon, obviously the, the opposing team's ink is toxic, right? There are ways to protect yourself. This this special that you can trigger whenever your meter is full actually you can roll over the enemy's ink and then make a big splat kind of arena with your color somewhere right. to have a little outpost and then then clean up from there. So mm-hmm. yeah. that can make for some really cool strategy. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Guys, good talking. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break here and we're going to say goodbye to Jonathan farewell Dorn ah, Bush. Where, can people, where can people find you when you're not on the show?
3: Uh, you can find me at JM Dornbush on Twitter. What camera? That camera. Uh, and yeah, that's basically where I am, just talking about uh, Kingdom Hearts and Gilmore Girls a lot. And something. Crash. And Crash Bandicoot. And Maybe. then you're yeah. watching Castlevania on Netflix for us, so you'll yes. have a review of that for us? Uh, I'm not sure what we're doing review plan wise, but I think we're definitely going to be discussing it in a few places. Okay. So, awesome.
0: yeah. so yeah. follow Jonathan for that information. Yeah. And we will be right back to talk about all the new games that came out and The Legend of Zelda. Master Trials. Listen. Welcome back to NVC. We did a little transmogrification thing here. We replaced Jonathan with Casey Defritas. Hello. Uh, Hi, this Casey. is your NVC debut.
4: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's Who the hell are you? Podcast. My name is. <laughs> Who the hell are you?
0: Bart <laughs> Simpson.
4: Uh, <laughs> uh, I am a wiki editor. I just joined in the office in May.
0: So pretty pretty new at IGN, that's why you haven't seen her on the show. You play a lot of Nintendo games?
4: Yes, I've always played Nintendo and I feel like the reason I'm such a big fan is because Pokemon made me get a 64, which made me get Zelda. And now I'm here, and I'm just really (laughs) love Zelda and Pokemon.
0: Awesome! And the reason we have Gateway Drug. Yeah. The reason we have you on not only you're playing uh, through Zelda, Master (laughs) Trials, all that, but you also play a lot of indie games. And I think that's the the news for kind of what came out on Switch um, this week was very very indie focused. So we're gonna just jump into some quick impressions of games. Hopefully that's helpful to everybody out there looking for something new to play. Mm -hmm. We're not gonna spend a ton of time on them, but you know. First game that popped out, Sheppy. Yeah, <laughs> what the what is, that, is, that? is that how you
2: say it? Is it Sheppy or Sheffy?
0: I think, think it has Sheppy. A P. Okay,
4: Sheppy, like a okay. shepherd. And that actually stands for something. In so Sheppy was originally a 2013 card game that came out in Japan. Okay, and it became so popular that they made an app for it, and now we have a Switch game for it. Hmm. And Weird. in this, in the game, there is a story mode called Post Loves.
1: Post Loves.
4: Yeah, I sure. don't know why it's Sounds called that, but Japanese. it's the story sure. mode and yeah. it's ridiculous. And in it, they make Sheppy stand for seed hashing event plane herd yielder.
2: Oh, what? Oh, it,
4: yeah. I don't, it makes no sense, but basically it's <laughs> I a, think giant, it makes it's a sense. giant hole in the ground, yeah. and the shepherd pushes all of his sheep into the hole to save them from the hungry townspeople. Wow! And the story is about the sheep going from dimension to dimension, trying to find a safe place to live. Ah,
0: so based on an actual, a real story, then?
4: Yeah, That's it's great.
0: based it's, on true. It's life actually events.
4: really adorable, but really dark and kind so, of like existentialist. So
2: the shepherd pushes the sheep into a dimensional hole. Yeah, to it's save. called
4: a, a dimensional fork. Okay, just do one. You then,
2: and then it's a card game. Yes. Just to it warn is you, a card game. It's okay, card that's, card
1: that was my question. It was like, what is the game?
0: <laughs> Brian gets into these deep discussions over like reality and video games. So yeah. Just to warn you, that can happen, especially yeah. when there's animals. Yeah, involved. he may try yes, to definitely. poke a hole into an interdimensional sheep in a second. But it's
4: ridiculous. It's really cute though. Um, but the whole aim of the game is it's a card game. It's basically a single player solitaire type card game, okay. where you have a deck and you have uh, you pull draw five cards and then you have sheep cards on the other side. And you're trying to multiply your sheep to get a thousand sheep after going through the deck only three times. Oh. But you have events that can multiply sheep, that can add them all up and give you one single card. Like, so say you have um, uh, three single sheep. You can use a card to make that into one three sheep card. And then you have more spaces on your. Who doesn't want
1: a three sheep card? That's true.
4: But then you also have uh, cards like Meteor, which kills six or seven of your sheep... Why would are
2: you, you want to
1: do that? Field,
4: you have to use the cards in the deck.
1: Oh, you have so, to kill your so sheep. you have
4: to use all of the cards in <laughs> the deck to go to worked. shuffle them in and then so play again. it's like
1: a Sephiroth simulator? Is that what you're <laughs> <mean>? <laughs> yes. all right? Me, you are. Kill the sheep. <laughs> and, and Casey, but, it's,
4: it's yeah. five bucks? Yeah, it's only five dollars. So
0: when <laughs> we looked at it, just the description, I'm like, I'm not touching it. And then you're yeah. like, yeah, it's actually really cool. You're, li- yeah. you're liking it. Yeah, I like okay.
4: it. I mean, the reason I, it's I think it's really fun. It's one of those games that if after you play for a couple of times, you'll kind of know what you have to do.
3: Mm-hmm. And
4: I can see that getting kind of bored, boring, boring if you had the same deck over and over again, mm-hmm. you'll just figure out the best way to do it. But with the story mode, they add kind of curveballs at you to change the game and make it more interesting. Like gotcha. you can build you have like deck builders, you have like different rounds where they introduce new cards and it's uh and then you also have the story and you can't see the epilogue until you beat all the different story modes.
0: So, you're going to keep playing it? I,
4: I kind of want oh, yeah. to see how it what ends. happens. She's I want
1: ha- ha- to so know what happens
2: to the so Did they, they <laughs> get out of that
0: hole? I hope they get out of the hole. <laughs> so, the strange thing is that that is not the weirdest game on the eShop this week. <laughs> True. Yeah, it's I one would of them. say Bulb Boy qualifies too. Yep, What's that uh, all about? That's Brian? another
2: one. So, Bulb Boy is a uh, sort of a traditional adventure game made by four people in Poland. It's got this. Really gorgeous, sort of like horror-infused Ren and Stimpy art style like, that I did, almost like Tim Burton-esque, but yeah, it's kind of yeah.
1: like gross out. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So I like it a lot. Uh, you guys are playing it too, right? Yes. Yeah. It's um, it's it's hard to explain, but it's about a kid. It's got, got a light bulb head, light bulb for a <laughs> mm-hmm. head, and uh, he's sitting in a living room, and his grandfather's there babysitting. I think his little brother or something, yep. and then things start going horribly awry, and uh, the boy has to sort of escape rooms in the house, they're now kind of infected with monsters. All of the puzzles are very sort of like low logic. They kind of explain the, uh, you know, you need three of this item, or you need two of this thing, or five of this thing. And you kind of search search around putting items together. Uh, very old school sort of Ron point and Gilbert. click,
0: like
1: classic yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: point and click adventure style. Yeah,
1: But you can like throw your head around yeah. and use it to like light up different things, yep. different yeah. areas
2: and stuff. Like it's pretty clever. Yeah, it's really cool. its uh, I think it's like eight bucks or nine bucks yeah. or something like that. May, um,
1: may, I, may I just read you some of the features Features here. Yes. Yes. So, Bulb Boy, yes, so bulb Boy on yep. Steam has just some really great key features listed that I'd like to share with everyone. Um Feature number one: defeat the monsters, explore the bulb house that is full of frightening creatures, defeat the evil in all its forms, and bring back the light. Uh, okay. Feature number two: got it. Bulbs' talents. Being a boy that is a bulb comes with many talents. <laughs> not only do you not only that does your head that, Zach. not only does your head light up and allows you to survive electrical shocks, but can also be unscrewed and used in strange places. You can oh, take off your head. Wow. Yeah.
2: yeah. You just throw it up in the chandelier and light
1: up the room. Feature, what what number, if it feature number three, playable flashbacks. <clears throat> playable flashbacks. Play as other family characters. Relive Bulb Boy's childhood memories to uncover the mystery of the story. Now it starts getting a little weird. Feature number four bubble speech. No dialogue. Just bubble speech. That's, yeah. Watch yeah. the story unfold in animated clouds. Okay. Feature number five, secrets. There are things in the house waiting to be revealed. And feature number six, poop. In many sizes and proportions. <laughs> what? Yeah I actually haven't uh, found I haven't found eyes, like, found the poop yet. Yeah. A lot
0: of like dirty like dirty things and dead bugs and bugs yeah. yeah it's with like red a lot of gross out stuff. And, yeah. yeah
1: like Ren and Stimpy was like kind of an apt comparison. Yeah.
0: yeah. Very very cute. I mean it's it's 9 bucks. If yeah. you're looking for something a little more like it's slow paced, right? Like yeah. it takes a while for animations to play out. You have to be patient. <laughs> Uh, I feel like it's a little linear. Like I, I was hoping you'd explore a little bit more before you are required to like open a door or mm-hmm. solve something. But it it feels very linear. Like yeah, I think yeah. it's
2: about as obtuse as say something like Maniac Mansion, but yep. it's also um, a little bit more straightforward. It's yep. not just like microwave the hamster. I never would have thought to do that. It's kind yep. of like there's an arm <laughs> at the door and he really wants three dead bugs. And you're like, I can find those yep. in this room. Yep. That's sure. fine. So yeah, check that yep. one out.
0: Then implosion came out also yeah. July sixth. Yeah. So 12
2: bucks? Yeah, 12 bucks. Um, Applusion is really cool. Yeah, it's actually a really cool game to see on Switch. I think when we first heard about uh, Dina or DNA working Mm -hmm. on on Switch architecture uh, and online stuff with Nintendo, we started sort of theorizing about mobile ports and how that would look. And I know that, like, if you – Bought a mobile phone a couple of years ago, and you started looking at the, the the platforms and the games you could play on there. You're probably like, this stuff's pretty crappy and it's not great. But like the mobile scene has actually gotten really good. Um, and a game like Implosion, which was free to start on iOS and Android, and then kind of kicked you into a a one time purchase free, is now on Switch, and it's kind of a top down, almost bayonetta esque, like kind of PS2 it's a, yeah, era it's like action a game.
1: like a weird PS2 hack and slash mm. meets. Like there's a lot of platinum influence. I yeah, feel like, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, you're playing as like an armored dude and you're fighting a bunch of monsters and robots and you're just like running yeah, around slashing barrels and whatnot. It's yeah, great. you're like a cyborg
2: ninja and all the levels are pretty small and quick, very arcadey. y um, It plays really well with like uh, HD rumble and buttons which I couldn't play on on iOS because it was all swipes and, and stabs and stuff like that. So uh, it's 11.99. it's a one-time thing. You can customize your character like crazy. You're sort of like nudged to go back and replay levels mm-hmm. and collect badges within mm-hmm. certain parameters like blow up every barrel or find the secret room, or don't get knocked down. So it has um, a lot of replayability. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So I really like it. Uh, it's it's definitely different than anything else I've seen on the Switch eShop in terms of indies. It's one of the sort of meteor games out there that isn't like a big AAA third-party or first-party game. Um, yeah, watch some videos of it. Uh, if you have a phone, you can probably download it and see it in action there. But playing it with like sticks and buttons is really cool.
0: So Resident Evil is not coming to the platform yet. <laughs> not anytime hopefully, soon. Hopefully, we will see a Resident Evil
1: game on Switch because that would be cool um but vaccine is there vaccine, vaccine yeah it's weird <laughs> i I don't understand. Watch videos of this game. Yeah. I don't understand how Capcom is not suing these guys because <laughs> this game it looks exactly like PlayStation One Resident Evil. And it's like it looks exactly like it really the ties same, the room together. It's got though. the same tank controls. Yep. It's got similar textures. Like the animations are the exact same. Even the it's characters
2: crazy. have like those old school like Resident Evil like weird red eyes with the gas mask thing mm-hmm. that's going on that they yeah. did in like the Umbrella Chronicles and all that. Uh, it's ten bucks, and the premise of this game is it's completely bare bones it's very old school ps1 polygons um, weird sort of artsy camera angles yeah. fixed perspectives it's like tank, almost a- tank controls and it's almost a roguelike Kind of, yeah. You, so it, it starts off, every game starts the exact same way. There's only two things in the menu it's like start and and options, or it's new game and options. And it basically starts with like, despite your best efforts, your friend got infected again. Aw, you have dang. 30 minutes to find the vaccine. <laughs> I tried like, so hard. You're like, all right. <laughs> so you just sit in this weird green room with this like sick woman in the bed next to you, and you have to open up a door and you run outside, and uh, the levels change different. They're yeah. differently every single each time. Each
1: time you each time you play a new game, yeah. the layout of the mansion. Oh, it's, it's a little
2: bit true.
0: more it's a little bit more roguelike. Yeah. Yeah. Resident Evil was very set. Yes. Yes. This is like okay.
1: procedurally generated. So you're like, oh. this is a new hallway, I run
2: down it, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, this one has rats in it now. And okay. then you would walk to the next one and the dog bursts through the window and all that kind of stuff. So uh-huh. um, yeah, zombies, standard issue stuff for Resident Evil fans. It's not great if you're never played <laughs> one of these games before. Uh, if you grew up on Good Resident time. Evil One, um, I think it's worth checking out because uh if you're really missing those tank controls, it's I mean there. the
1: nostalgia factor's through the roof. Yeah, like, just totally. looking at it before I actually got my hands on it, hmm. looking at the, vi- like, the videos, I wanted to play just because it looks so much like Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. It's
0: really, yeah. really hard, too, so keep that in mind. We'll, we'll play it before Capcom, find, Capcom finds it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just... I want to get to Zelda. Just quick smaller news. There are a bunch of games that also came out um, on the 3DS. You know, Kirby's Blowout Blast is mm-hmm. just a, it's a off that was a, a game that was included in Robo right? Robo yeah. Yeah, they're yeah.
2: doing this thing now, and they've been doing it for a while with Kirby games, is yep. they pack them with sort of mini games and micro games, and then yeah. they spin them out as their own separate uh, SKUs kind of on the eShop. Um, with this one specifically, they added some new stuff to it. They made it a little more robust. Yep. But, um, yeah, or so robust. It's kind of like
1: an arcadey take on Kirby, like but you're, You're out for points, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's
0: no longer it's not focused so much on the powers. It's like you have this this star projectile you shoot when you eat enemies, and it can become bigger. It's it's not like a full fledged kind of two D side scroller. It has that kind of pseudo three D. Yeah, it's like a top down isometric. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like you can move like uh, you know vertically and Mm -hmm. and and sideways and everything. It it may be worth a look if you don't have RoboBot. If you have RoboBot, do not buy this. You already (laughs) have it. Basically, Mm -hmm. Uh, there was a whole bunch of stuff like Crawler's Game Pack. It has like mini games in them. Stack them high which is kind of like a balance game where you stack, like, toy cars and yeah. things on top of each other, uh, table tennis, but nothing really major on the 3DS right now. Um, you're still you're playing Pokemon. You yeah. were inspired by the, the tournament going on.
4: Yeah, so um, over the weekend, there was a North American International Championships, and that was a huge tournament that everyone from around the world was invited to come and participate in this tournament. And it's it was the last event where you could earn championship points to be able to compete at Worlds in August oh, in cool. Anah- Anaheim. Oh, okay. uh-huh. cool. Um, and so I just like Sunday, like I just watch the finals of the championships and I've been breeding Pokemon and I really want to have a full team that's viable and meets all of the rules and regulations before I go to Worlds. Just mm-hmm. in case someone challenges me, I'm just like, I don't have a team. So yes. now I'm going to have a team. So I've been playing and breeding Pokemon, and it took me three hours to breed an Alolan Vulpix on my flight. So it's going to take a while.
0: Yeah. Wow. So you, is it basically you thought you were done with the game and you're going back because of the, the tournaments going on? Or I, or did you, have you never stopped playing?
4: I, I never really stopped playing. So, so, I yeah, always so, feels so, like Something awesome. tells me yeah. that
0: Casey DeFreitas is always playing Pokemon. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's um, great. Yeah, fair enough. So now, you know, the the biggest thing that happened right after we uh, we recorded uh, the last episode
1: of NPC yeah, the new Arms course- DLC character. Not <laughs> that was
0: uh, Zelda Master Trials came right. out. Right. So and I think all of us had time to play it. We recorded an episode of Bitfight, which you yes. know, you guys usually do the split Joy-Con Zelda battle. We haven't seen you guys do any of the hard mode yet, which oh,
1: God. we will we not really, be doing that, uh-uh. by the way. Yeah. Why not? Come on. Don't not you guys like a challenge? So I can I think it's safe <laughs> it to tough. say I think it's safe to say between our my playthrough, linked together, uh playing master mode now and doing the master trials, I've had more than enough Zelda. I <laughs> yep. love this game, but I I don't I definitely don't need to do another round of Link Together on Zelda. Were weren't yeah. you
4: just playing it before we started? He was. Well, I'm
1: super <laughs> addicted to the Master Trials for sure. And that but. was the thing. Like Thursday morning of
2: last week, I was like, man, I played through this entire game. I played 120 hours of it. I played probably another 40 with you, mm-hmm. um, at least. And oh, I, wow. I was like, I'm done. And then Master Mode came out, and I was like, I'll I'll see what it's like. And I played through the first few minutes in the Great Plain, and I was immediately hooked.
1: Great plateau. So oh, great plateau.
0: So I, I saw you post an image of you with a master sword and in master mode. It, it was like it was yeah. like nine minutes after the mode came out. or Bring something. It. Like <laughs> hold on a second. Like I, I thought you photoshopped it and you cheated, but you actually did. You play like all evening. Or so was? no,
2: I. So here's the thing. Like w- what I really love about this game, and it's something speedrunners have been pulling apart for a long time now, is that you can play it completely differently every single time. You can start a file and avoid all of the story stuff, all of the divine beasts, and just go for shrines and hearts and weapons and basically take on trials and fight back guys and stuff like that uh, all the new DLC is like all these cool new missions to find armor and helmets and costumes and we'll talk about that in a minute but this specifically my master mode version was get off the great plateau uh, thank you get you know get all of your cool new stuff at the beginning mm-hmm. and then just go for shrines and get the master sword yep. so I found myself playing completely differently than I ever did before because now I knew where everything was so I was like I'm gonna go for all the towers. I'm gonna get all the shrines around the towers and just by sort of exploring with these like kind of low-level weapons that you build up, collecting some money here and there, avoiding a lot of combat because everyone whoops your ass now, yep. <laughs> uh, I found myself really liking the game and playing it differently than I'd ever played before because now I'm play playing her. like a survival horror stealth action game. Yeah,
4: did you use the Majora's Mask to just sneak by everything? No, so
2: that's a really good point. Um, the Majora's Mask is something you can get very early on and it works exactly like a lot of the monster masks you get from that Jared Petty-looking dude later on oh, the game? I feel,
4: <laughs> I feel bad the, I feel like the, yeah. <laughs> Majora's Mask just completely makes all of his inventory completely obsolete. It's useless, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like... It, <laughs> I don't. I don't need to pay you for this stuff anymore. I've right. Got Majora's Mask. Yeah. He's like.
2: He's like. I need your weird monster guts that you'd have yeah. to pay so, five thousand of,
1: and now you just get that early on. And if you put it on, every enemy you yeah, walk by is just like, say. "Hey, that's my cousin over there." I yeah. don't mess with for you the either. uninitiated. Majora's Mask basically lets you walk amongst the enemy undetected. Yeah. So, so, so playing you can it on stand hard,
0: right in front yeah. of
2: it. Yeah.
1: So playing that on hard mode uh, is basically
2: breaks hard mode. So I, if you want to play hard really? mode, don't do that. I mean.
0: <laughs> so I, I was going to ask that because the I, I I like the DLC a lot. Obviously, it's just one half of. The this whole DLC pack, um, but I thought the mask and armor quests were really kind of pedestrian. It was just like, yeah. go to the lake next to the mm-hmm. blonde. You go there and you're like, Magnesis, Magnesis, Magnesis. There's yeah. a chest, right? Like yeah, I was right. hoping for a little bit more. But then I was like, oh, maybe this is for Master Mode, where it gives you a little bit of an advantage playing that mode earlier they, on. They're yeah. also mm-hmm. underpowered compared to what I have after 140 right, yeah. hours. And right, day,
2: well, because you know? almost everything in the new DLC, uh, in terms of treasure chest wise, and they all have like a little ex yeah. on the chest, are all sort of in. The the area right outside the Great Plateau in front of Hyrule Castle. So that big field, Hyrule Field area, they're all right there yeah. for the most part. So you can get everything you need early on in Master Mode yeah. if you want to jump down there and get the Majora's Mask, the Travel Medallion. The well, Tingle the Korok
0: armor. Mask is yeah, perfect, that's right? a big one. That's a good and I, big
2: one. like the cool thing about that is um, I see a lot of people going for Korok Seeds now because there is that impetus to do that. But I think with Master Mode, the reason I'm really liking it, and you know there's so much in this DLC that I love, but I think what I really like about it is it's A, forcing me to play the game differently, And B, adding a significant challenge to almost every scenario. The Great Plateau now has a Lionel by the first Cathedral, which yeah. is fascinating. Um, there he's are a
4: silver Lionel. He's right?
2: a silver Lionel, yeah. And you have a twig, so that ain't <laughs> happening. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> so you're just like run, and he's just like huh, and he sees you. Um, there are these hot air balloons everywhere now that are really cool because they're like two or three floating platforms outside of bridges, outside of towers, outside of areas that were usually pretty pedestrian are now surrounded by guys who are just like up there with ice arrows and bomb arrows. So you'll Mm -hmm. jump off a tower, you'll land on one, you'll have a little combat scenario which you have to be careful with because if you pop the balloons, everything falls down, including you. But if you can kill the the first Bobo Klein or whatever, you can jump to the next one, get a treasure chest, and then swoop down and you're like, I'm on master mode and I just got 200 rupees which is like 200 bucks, Yeah, you know? It's like a whole whole new step.
1: That's so cool, yeah. Yeah, my experience with Master Mode was completely different because uh, I booted up the game after the DLC came out. I immediately made a run for the Tingle Armor because I've been waiting for that Tingle Armor forever. I love that. <laughs> it's so then good. Then I gave uh, Master Mode a shot. I saw that Lionel on the Great Plateau, and I said, no, thank you. And I just went straight to the Master Trials in my old game. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And to your point, uh, you know, you're know, you saying that, that Master Mode forces you to play the game in a different way. I think that Master Trials does that yes. in... in probably an even more different way from what you're talking about mm-hmm. in Master Mode because like I've been playing through Master Trials. It's hard. Yeah, I am bad at video games and it's not, it's, it's fun but it's very, very hard and I'm stuck in the middle of the middle trials. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to work my way through it but it's really, really fun to me because it, it obviously if you've watched and you've linked together, Brian and I have a very uh, uh, sword first, ask questions later approach. Yeah. Which Very drunken master. Sword. Uh, which just does not it's work. Sword. I should have warned you about that. Yeah. Uh, which just does not work no. in Master Trials. Uh, no. If you're running in as a combat situation and you're thinking that you're just gonna fight these hordes of enemies, like you're just gonna get whooped. Yep. Um, and so it's been really fun because uh, in both my playthrough and then the playthrough that I did with Brian, I think we we use bombs a lot, but the other powers we didn't. I personally, I didn't really mess with outside of like yeah. using them to solve puzzles. But when I get into the master trials, I notice that I'm doing things like I'll magnesis a metal crate, and then. Use it as a as a basically a wrecking ball to just like take out low level enemies. That's how I yep. took
4: out the stone talus. You can pick yeah. up the pick up a metal box and just hit the thing on top of it. Yeah. Oh, really? And avoid yeah. it and you can kill it entirely like a like, Yeah, and, uh, just hit the over. thing on top of yeah. it. It stuns him over and over again and
1: you'll see. Die. And, like, that's such an amazing thing. Like <laughs> I <laughs> That's awesome. That's something that you didn't discover in the main game. Yeah, and like another thing that, yeah. that that in that stone talus battle, like I would climb up to a tree and then uh, just use an arrow to shoot the rock mm-hmm. and the, the crystal sticking out of his back and yeah. I didn't realize that that's a critical hit and it stuns it. Yeah, right? So I, didn't I never did that in that the too. main game and so it was like as soon as I n- learned that I could do that because I died at that stone talus like two or three times before I figured out oh I can just stun him this way. That was the
4: first way. place I died and it's because I blew myself up with those explosion
1: crates. It's
4: like so, instant death.
1: So to preface real quick to do the
2: master trials you need the master sword which you need 13 hearts master for. Sword. Yep. Uh, and you head back to the lost woods it gives you a prompt for, like, a new thing. You put your sword into Board. the ground, which I found out you can't do if your Master Sword is still charging. Yeah,
1: that is so stupid. So it's like,
0: f- why? It's not real. It's, so fa- it's <laughs> fake. So you described, <laughs> so moving on from Master Mode, that's the Trial of the Sword. Yeah, describing. that's what we're, yeah. So, yeah, NVC crew, I would, I would love all of your feedback on what I think are the two fan favorite features. That's, you know, the uh, Trial of the Sword and then the Hero's Path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, as you said, there are limitations to getting into Trial of the Sword. Yeah. Your Master Sword has to be full. Yeah, but it has, yep. to, be it has to be
2: full, which is very odd because you don't use it; you just put it in a stone. Yeah, and also it like it's fake. It's not like there's a Korok being like, "Hey, dude, like you can't like he's a cop." It's like, what are you doing? This like let me play this thing. So I, do, I I went to boot it up and I had to wait like seven or eight minutes. I hate that we keep saying boot up like it's this 1980. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> makes modem noises and everything. Um, but what were your impressions? So you you walk into the the trial of the sword. You know, it, it strips you down to your Link underpants.
2: Well, I'll give you my impressions of what trying happened? this on Master's mode first of well, all, do it, which I, is. Nope. I got to the first Bobo Klein. He whooped my ass. I had a stick and I died. And I was like, that's impossible. So, wait, so the enemy is recharging. Hang tonight. on, hang on. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: So in master mode. <laughs> yeah. Trial of the Sword is even harder. Yes,
2: yes because the enemies Ugh. regain health over time, no, so you can't I won't even be doing that. You can't even it's like play Bomberman and like yeah. throw bombs at them and hang back.
4: I definitely did like, that a lot.
2: So when you're playing the regular game, which we'll focus on now, um, the really cool thing about it, we've seen these sort of like combat trials in Zelda games before. Twilight Princess had one. Wind, yeah, Waker, had Wind had one. Waker had one. They're very sort of like wave based, enemy based. Um, this is a lot more methodical, and it's I think what's puzzly. really yeah. it's very <laughs> puzzly. So you drop from kind of room to room in this in this simulator and your immediate thing you want to do, if you want some tips, um, put on your uh, sort of radar for treasure chests so that starts beeping instead of shrines because there's hidden treasure chests. There's a couple,
0: yeah.
4: Another, another tip, before you go in, you can eat stuff. And yes. And it, yeah. Yeah. So if you eat... Um, five big hearty radishes, you get plus 25 hearts that you get to
0: go in with. That's awesome. That's actually a really good tip. Yeah, and like any of the buffs if you save right before the challenge, Mm -hmm. you'll go in with more defense. And so
2: each level has sort of like, here's three enemies and a tree house, two trees, and there's a fire pit with some meat on it. And then the next (laughs) one's like, okay, here's five enemies and a big cave and this and this and this. And then it starts getting to be like, here's three electric Lizalfos and a river with a you know, a It's very Survivor,
0: right? Like They have these kind of set challenges. And it's a
2: of sort of like hunt and gather it's kind of like the way you played Horizon right where yep. like you you hunt and gather a lot of stuff you kind of hang hang back you plan your attack and then um, you do as much as you can from a distance before you start engaging them like head on uh, you take out as much as you can your weapons break you don't get new costumes uh, and then you get about 14 or 15 levels in and halfway through that you're greeted with this like cool little Garden of Eden where you can come in and cook open up treasure chests, chests kind yeah. of lay low it's one of my favorite areas yeah, yeah. in Zelda because it's, like,
0: oh, it's like a couple a fish. I'm going to yeah. grab a fish. Yeah. I'm going to run to the fish. And no, the fairy flew. Away. The fairy yeah. flew. Away. Yeah. 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 Watch so, out, man. There's a there's a fairy, and if you run, you got to crouch. You, you, you really want that crouch ferry. that
2: fairy. Yeah. And so you get about 14 or 15 levels in, uh, and you're greeted with this stairway to heaven, which you can run up and put your sword in the stone and, and then increase 10 the, additional yeah. damage points on yeah. On and then you're kicked story. into the second sort of area, which takes away everything you earned and reboots. Yeah, that you, was and, such
1: a cruel joke. Like oh, I was under the distinct impression that. These were forty five back to back levels that you you're continually like hoarding your stuff. You're you're hoarding your food. Occasionally you get some uh, a a break to cook and stuff like that, and then you just go to the next trial. So when I when I put the master sword in the pedestal for the first time and I got that plus ten bonus, I was like, that's great. But then it kicks you out to the Korok Forest, and I had this like sinking feeling. I was like. I'm gonna go into this next round of trials, and they're, they're gonna, gonna take everything. Yeah. And the and that's sword. exactly You want what to they try do. it out, yeah. but you can't. Yeah. And Casey, that's has, exactly how's what what your
2: experience do. been with this?
4: Um, I I like the first. So honestly, the first thing I did when I booted up the game, like I'm saying the same thing. Uh-huh. Thanks, guys. Yeah. This is your fault. <laughs> <call>. um, <laughs> We're
2: bringing it back. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> but I um, I just went in no preparation. I was like, let's see what this is all about, and like didn't eat anything. Like, I actually was missing a couple hearts. Oh, I man. assumed I would just like.
1: Get them get, back. Yeah, yeah, you
4: don't. If you yeah. go in with no health, you will I've still made have the no same
2: health. Mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you get some acorns yeah. and like a ham every now
4: and <laughs> yeah. then. That's about it. Yeah, and I, I. The first time I did it, I got the apples, and I baked the apples because they heal you more, yeah. not knowing that there's a cooking pot halfway through. Oh, right. So I, like, Same. wasted all of my food trying to cook stuff. I, like, found some eggs in a tree, and I was like, oh, there's a fire on the floor. Let me bake these eggs. Yep. Maybe this works this way. And I broke the eggs. <laughs> and it was just <laughs> a huge mess. But then, like, the, the third time I went through, I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing. And then I, like, died on the Henix very I had like, it had a tiny sliver of health and it, and it stepped on me. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to do this right. And I went and got the five hardy radishes, big hardy radishes and came in with plus 25. And I, I watched,
2: I watched that happen to Brendan but, Graber here. We did a live stream on IGN last week and he got to like the 14th stage. The Hinox came on or Henix or whatever he is. Hinox. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that root route. Doesn't Nobody matter. Knows that. And the, he did a, Giant just ass butt stomp on Brendan Graver took fifteen hearts in one yep. one yeah. butt cheek yep. and, a, yeah. and that was it we just died and yeah. we're like that's it and it's like dun 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 yeah. <laughs> I think threw,
4: a
0: lot of people get yeah. to that final yeah. level it threw the, the tree
4: fun. at me what yeah. and yeah. yeah it threw a yeah. palm tree at me and just all of my health gone and the fairy came back up and I was like.
1: I think Don't you got to b- maybe you got to bomb all those palm trees first. So, yeah. yeah, you can so, cut
4: them down before you approach the Hinox, and then he can't use them. In the
1: same go. way, in the same way that we gave cool hacks for the Stone Talus, like remember arrows, remember uh, metal crate. Um, Mitchell Saltzman, who is our Let's play producer, tipped yep. Brian and I off uh, the Hinox fight. You can use, if you have upgraded your stasis, yeah. you can stasis the Hinox and then shoot him in the eye, and that'll stun him automatically. Yeah. And it's it works. I don't know
4: why I totally, like, I totally forgot yeah. that too. because
1: well, it's, it's amazing. Like, right. I don't think yeah. he even touched me once. You're absolutely. like naked and afraid yeah. out there.
2: The other cool yeah. tip is that <laughs> a lot of them are wearing those weird, gaudy ankle bracelets. Yep. And mm-hmm. if
1: it's wood, Body. you can light it on fire. I was yeah. trying
4: to do that, and it would not light on fire. So the, oh, I really? I think yeah, it
1: might I have been a metal one, so you have to electrocute those. The Master Trials has metal gauntlets. Yeah, you got to Execute those
0: i I kept i I ran into the same thing where i forgot my special powers you know like i i remember the bombs i use bombs a lot yeah yeah but then uh, i'm like oh yeah Yeah. Yeah. there's one level where your raft just keeps getting blown forward Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm gonna stop it with ice right put ice blocks in the way and like stop yourself so you can snipe people off that's Uh awesome Um, so but like i i love how this this mode just encourages experimentation and then makes something that has become a routine encounter like there's a lizalfos it's a routine encounter in the main game, and then you're like, oh man, there are mm-hmm. three of them. I don't want to startle them all. Let me see if I yeah. can separate them. Like You have to be much more methodical. Um, I love how that works. we we got to wrap up in a second, True. but I do want to touch on Hero's Path, too, yeah. because mm-hmm. when I heard about the feature uh, originally, I thought, that's a cool thing, lets you see where you've gone on the map. I didn't know it was going to let you relive your entire adventure. Yeah. Man. It
2: shows every death. uh yeah. it <laughs> tracks 200 <'Cause>, hours. <laughs> it's been tracking you since day one. You just Haven't noticed. Um, People are a little upset that the only way to sort of click this on is to pay 20 bucks to see it. But I thought it was really cool because it made me look at a game that I thought I had seen front to back and made me realize I haven't even walked on a quarter of this map,
1: you know, and I'd gone everywhere. Especially considering like I finished the game with having done all 120 shrines. So in my mind, like when I'm thinking about the hero's path, I'm like, okay, when I see my map, it's just going to be green. Yeah. You know, like I, I feel like I've been everywhere. But when I watched it, it was like, oh no, I missed giant chunks in each area that I just. Didn't go to because there wasn't a shrine around. I see. Right. see I
0: missed the Colosseum. There's a Colosseum near Hyrule Field that yeah. you know plays in one of the new DLC quests. And I'm like, I'm looking at my map. I'm like, this is this giant hole. I've never yeah. gone there. Go in. It's all the elemental weapons you, you ever need. I and was I'm talking. Like, How did I miss this in the 140 hours? Yeah. I was
2: talking to Jobert, who is one of our news editors here, and he said that he looked at the Hero's Path and realized it was an entire section he didn't go to. And he walked over there and it was just like a horse stable that he'd never seen. And there's only like a handful of those in the mm-hmm. game. And he's like, it's my first time seeing these damon hatfield had the same thing happen with he was like i've never been in this area walked over the shrine meter started beeping and he's like oh new shrine like it's really cool so go check that out i
1: think the the TLDR of uh this entire dlc pack is that it takes a game that you have have already invested 150 hours into most of us and makes it completely fresh and makes yep. you want to play it again and like I, when was the last time that i played Or anybody played a Zelda game, finished it, and then was like, "I'm I'm just gonna jump right back into it." Like most times, I finish a sixty-hour Zelda game, and then I don't play it again for a year or so. You know, Mm -hmm. like I'll come back to it later down the road. But this game, I just feel like I'm gonna keep picking it up all year, and it's it's
2: all worth it for getting that tingle costume, going into (laughs) a town, and talking to your first NPC and watching them freak the (laughs) hell out because that is not—it's a very unsettling look on Link.
0: All right, guys, we—you know—we've got the next crew knocking on our door to record uh, another one of our shows. If you sure. enjoy NVC, that's of course not our only show at IGN. We've got Beyond. You guys have a new episode of Link Together that just posted. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, great. Unlocked, Game Scoop. Please seek out some of these shows. Check them out. Very easy to find on IGN. Just hover over the show link or you know, hit us up on YouTube. You can find uh, any of our shows on their separate channels. You can just search or go to the main IGN channel. But I wanted to thank you all for, for joining me this week. Casey, for the first time, thank you so much. Where can people find you on Twitter?
4: Uh, you guys can find me at shinykcd on Twitter.
2: Yep.
0: Shinykcd, there's yeah, like the Pokemon mm-hmm. thing shiny again, is yeah. <laughs> How about you guys? I'm at Agent Bizzle, and I'm at ZachariasD. Yeah. Also Pokemons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a Pokemon, but I'm at PearIGN, and I hope to see you again next week. Love us on iTunes. Give us a good review. It really helps us out. Yeah. Like us everywhere else. We really appreciate it, and see you next week.